This is a Fate 52 production. All rights reserved 2023. Hi, welcome to So Basic with a Little Extra. If we haven't met yet or you are tuning in for the first time, my name is Anna Zugeri. And my mission for this podcast is to share a basic story to give you a little extra inspiration, a little extra encouragement, or an extra laugh. Children Ministry, my basic story. Children Ministry is a topic I could talk about for hours, something I love and respect a lot, and that I believe not everyone knows the depths of this calling. I mean, as a basic person, you know, someone that brings their kids to church but have never served or have no idea what really goes behind the scenes. In my basic story, I totally believe God orchestrated my life to redeem my desire as a child to be a teacher. My dad would ask me what I wanted to be when I grow up. He was so encouraging. At the age of 12, he bought me a small piece of land. He said, I don't want you just to be a teacher. I want you to own a school. Here's a little extra story. I was never a good student. School was very challenging for me. So when I saw that my with my skills, I could make a living and not have to go to college, I decided that that was a better plan. Still, my dad was very encouraging to let me know whatever I wanted to do. He might have been a bit disappointed, but he never said it. Twenty-something years later, I have entertained the idea of going back to school. I now love learning, and I know the way is easier for me to learn and study. For years, I regretted it, but as I met Jesus, I learned that living with regrets is a big no-no. As Paul says it on Philippians 3.13, B. Uh, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Jesus Christ. Here's the extra thing. God is such a redeemer. He did not only give me the desire of my heart to be a teacher. Better than that, I am a Bible teacher. Oh, wait, I just thought of an extra story. I want to share it because I think it will give you an extra encouragement whether you're in children's ministry or not. I really think it applies to life. Once upon a time, there was a little girl. She loved playing dress up. She had this particular love for a pearl necklace, a cheap plastic one. Her dad, seeing how much she loved it, saved some money and bought her her, a real one. When he went to ask his daughter to give him the old one to do the exchange, without showing her the new one just yet, she refused. Her attachment to that plastic necklace wouldn't let her trust her dad. She couldn't see that he had something much better for her. It was until after her little tantrum, he showed her the new, real, and beautiful necklace that she did the exchange and started to enjoy enjoy her present. Get it? Present as a gift and present as a present time? (laughs) I love this little story. I've heard it years ago. And every time I throw a tantrum because I don't get what I want, this basic little story reminds me of the real pearls that God has for me. Always something better, even when that better part might not be receiving what I want. So back to my basic story. 
I began as a volunteer teaching Bible lessons, even when I didn't even know much about the Bible. That is one of the biggest rewards I get. I learn every time I teach. And because I am a little extra, I started to invest a lot of time learning the basics of how to teach. I eventually received my certification in children's ministry. And now I have to say, without sounding a little extra, I am a good children's Bible teacher. I thank God for the gift of creativity where I find fascination in object lessons. I personally believe that Bible lessons without an object lesson is not a lesson. Here is the extra story to this story. Things kind of changed when I went from volunteering to actually working at a church. There is so much behind children's ministry that I had no idea. From the other side, all looked easy, fun, and very organized. Well, it actually takes a lot of work to run Sunday school. And the sad part is that many times it's overlooked. I went from just concentrating, having fun, creating object lessons, and playing and teaching on Sundays to recruit, manage, discipline, and encourage a whole bunch of people. Not to mention all the admin work, like creating content for their social media to keep parents informed of all the events, organizing the events, hiring staff, constantly involved in networks of children ministry leaders to share ideas and such, and the list goes on and on. I learned that summer is one of the most challenging seasons for children ministry leaders. BBS is a huge event that takes months and months of organization and planning to have just one week of godly fun. It is also the season where volunteers run thin. If you are not careful as a leader, you get burned out easily. Because let's also remember that children ministry leaders also have families and sometimes even second jobs. So if you're a parent, I want to invite you to get involved help out, even at a small capacity. Are you good at computer stuff? Volunteer to keep records or send out emails, make graphics, etc. Are you skilled in the carpentry or building stuff? Singing, dancing, organizing, praying? There is always a spot for you. And don't forget about your teenagers. BBS is a great way to keep them off the couch earn some responsibility skills and at some service hours and have fun. And because feeling burnt out is a real thing, during my Thursday basic talk, I invited experts to give us a little extra inspiration, extra encouragement, and tons of laughs. I recently met Tom Bump, a children ministry coach. The extra thing is that we probably crossed paths during CPC last year or even before that. I casually met him in a Facebook group for Christian podcasters. We connected and I listened to his podcast, which, by the way, is awesome. Make sure you listen to if you are in kids ministry or share it with leaders in your church. So good. The name of his, his podcast is Kids Ministry Collective. I will share the link in the show notes. He shared with us some great wisdom. I captured a little bit of our conversation here, but seriously, go watch the whole thing. It was really good. 
If we haven't met yet, my name is Anna Zugeri, and I'm just a basic girl with a little extra by bringing a guest and speaking of their gifts and talents and uh, bringing blessings to you and, and learning something um, out of this conversation. So today I have an amazing guest that... Uh, he doesn't know that I know him for a while because I've been listening to his podcast. It's, it, to me, it's like super familiar. But, um, you know, I just met him and I, I feel like it's it's God connected us because um, there there is this common denominator about the topic that we're going to talk today. So um, with any further, Tom Bump is a veteran ministry leader of 30 plus years who served in various sized churches from 50 to 5,000. He is the founder lead coach with uh, restoringleaders.org and uh, kmccoach.net. He helps leaders heal from hurts and find restoration from burnout. He also hosts the Kids Ministry Collective podcast and Facebook group, whose purpose is to help equip, encourage, and challenge leaders to take their leadership and ministry to a higher level. He is also the author of Valleys Over Mountains, A Guide Through the Hard Seasons. I think I need a copy. <laughs> and he also is a keynote speaker at a, mini, a ministry conferences and a breakout presenter. So with that big of a career, uh, uh, yes, uh, if you don't say curriculum, how do you say in, you know, background, here it is, my new friend, Tom Bob. Hi, Tom. Hi. Good. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It's such an honor. Thank you for being here. I got something for you, always for my guests. Look oh, hey. Look confetti. There we go. <laughs> yes. As long as it's not glitter. I don't do <laughs> glitter. I'll do confetti. <laughs> right. And you don't have to clean it up, you know. And I, I don't have to clean up. That's even better. Press, press a button and then it's gone. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So welcome, welcome, everybody. Thank, Thank you. you for being here, Tom. Yeah. Thank you for being here. It's, it's such a pleasure and I am just in a very very honor that you're here time flies when you're having fun I want to start the conversation right away All right. so it's summer and for friends that are familiar with children's ministry we know that summer is summer and Christmas I think it's the biggest time where we're like running around and there are so many things that um, a person that works at a church takes care of that you know regular parents don't know that goes behind the scenes right. and um, there's I've met personally uh, a few ministry leaders that after summer they're just like I'm done and you see a lot of people mm -hmm. quitting and you see a lot of people like okay I need to go away for a while I love children but I need a break <laughs> <laughs> so uh can you talk to us a little bit about how do you feel about children's ministry during the summer oh well I mean obviously yeah it's it's there's no doubt it's a it's a different season a different kind of busy season I'll put it that way I don't know in children's ministry in all my years of, of children's student family ministry if I've ever had a down season um, it just changes seasons um, mm -hmm. and but there are some seasons where it's definitely more intense. Uh, it's definitely uh, the 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 workload feels like it's increased or the stakes might feel a little higher than than normal. And so, yeah, I think summertime can be one of those where you're you're 
you're not only maintaining what's going on in summer, but then there's a lot of extra activities that usually get plugged into churches uh, that just can wear you down and wear you out. Um, there's no doubt about it. And then, you know, obviously you've got volunteers going off on vacation. I used to work in a community where everybody hit I-75 and went straight north up to the lake <laughs> and left me at church with 60 kids on my own. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that that's a reality. And not to mention that a lot of the ministry leaders are also moms. So they have to take care of their own kids. Yes. And like when I used to work um, at a church and my daughters were little, I had to drag them with me all yep. the time. Yep. And, you know, there's there's rumors out there about children's ministry <laughs> leaders, kids, you know, that are the worst. <laughs> well, so. I, yeah, I say that because we hang out with the elders and deacons kids because I'm a pastor's kid. So mm -hmm. I lived at the church a lot. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and my mom was the 24 hour uh, daycare provider um, oh, and teacher and principal and uh, warrant officer. You name it. She carried yeah. the label. Um <laughs> It's yeah. a crowd control monitor um, <laughs> with all of us kids, uh, mm -hmm. but, but they also got us involved. And, and right. I, I did that with my, I've got four kids. They're all young adults now. And uh, I tried to invite them to come join mm -hmm. me. Um, I never wanted to feel, make them feel like they, I was dragging them into something or, mm -hmm. but they mm -hmm. also got extra perks for it too. So right. I, I always That's made true. sure that, you know, when we got inflatables in my kids and the other staff kids got extra time on them. That's um, you know, I want to bless them, you know, yeah. because they are giving a lot and they have to give up their parents mm -hmm. sometimes for a while. So I made That's sure true. my kids and other other staff kids always had the extra. They got the extra cotton candy that was left over. They got the extra inflatable time. Um, yeah, they they'd get the perks, too. We just kept yeah. it hush hush. Right, right. That's true, too. Yes. Okay. They avoid burnt out during that time mm. and what what are some things that you can tell us that um earth shattering but i think it's important to say and repeat is you have to lead yourself in the summertime too mm. um which means spiritual disciplines can't take a back seat in the busy season Mm -hmm. because when we ignore ourselves spiritually we can become dry and therefore, that dryness leads towards burnout. A mm -hmm. lot of times when I'm working with leaders and, and walking with them in a mentoring journey, one of the things I ask is, is what caused them to get to this place? And oftentimes, they, they name off all the tasks and all these kind of things. And I said, but what about your spiritual disciplines? How much time do you mm -hmm. spend worshiping on your own? Not, I know mm -hmm. most of us can't get to the services. I get that. Mm -hmm. A lot of my summers, especially when I was serving in smaller churches, it was it was me and 50, 60 kids. Um, and so I didn't get a weekend off, um, you know, and I had to make sure I learned the hard way. I'll put it that way, mm -hmm. that I had to maintain my spiritual disciplines. I needed to worship on my own. Um, I needed to spend time alone with my father in heaven, just like Jesus would do after his busy season. He would go away on his own. And so I've learned. <laughs> learned the hard way, but now I'm mm -hmm. following Jesus closer than I've ever followed. And now I try to mentor that to other people to say, you need to get some solitude time. So work on, on solitude, on stillness, on sitting in silence, 
on worship, on reading the word for yourself, not just for preparing a lesson. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's one big thing. I think two, you've got to rest. Um, You cannot cheat yourself. Uh, If you cheat yourself, it's going to catch up with you. Yeah. And when it does, it's probably going to be ugly. And so it can affect Mm -hmm. us even professionally. So I tell people, look, if you want to avoid burnout or the symptoms of or the other consequences of it, you do need to make sure you're you're watching your disciplines and and that you're resting. And, you know, I say it all the time. I've said it on the podcast a million times. I say it in every seminar and every speaking opportunity I get is if you think you're better than Jesus, don't ever take a nap and don't rest (laughs) because Jesus took naps. Right. Mm -hmm. He rested. Um, and you're not better than Jesus. I'm not better than Jesus. And I say that in love to anybody watching and listening. Uh, I'm not better than him and neither are you. So who are you to think you don't have to rest? Mm-hmm. Um, I had a leader tell me, oh, I'll rest when I'm dead. And I said, you know what? You may find that sooner than later if you keep going the way you're going, yeah. which is scary. But I've right. seen some people do that. Yeah. I've had see, I've heard people tell me, well, I want to I'd rather wear out than rust out. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Rust actually slows you down just a little bit. And that, yeah. so I don't think that's a net. So anyway, resting is something you cannot and should not cheat yourself out of. And I yeah. think the last thing is that even in the busy season, you've got to find what I call the the GSP, the godly sustainable pace. Mm -hmm. And you've got to lead from that, which means focusing on the things that only you are created to do, that you are called to do, that you are wired to do. When you stay in that sweet spot, we stay energized. Mm -hmm. We stay, uh, we, we maintain our disciplines. We rest. When we're in our GSP, we can actually lead at a high capacity and you can run hard for longer than you think because you're maintaining these things the right way. You're mm-hmm. staying in the, in this place that God gives you. The problem is, and what causes burnout in the summertime is most of us leaders do things we're not supposed to be doing things that we could have delegated, or maybe yeah. we could have managed our time better. Mm-hmm. So I think those are the things that you need to focus on is focus on you. Stop comparing yourself to the churches around you or stop comparing what you do to somebody on Facebook. They may have the million dollar stage for vacation Bible Mm -hmm. school and you've got all the cardboard painted up, but you know Mm -hmm. what? In the scope of eternity, it's not going to matter. Exactly. Um, But if you lead, if you do that cardboard stuff and you save yourself the time and energy and money and and you've got a set that looks nice and the kids come in and they hear Jesus and and they get to see Jesus and they get to come into a relationship with Jesus. It's not going to matter whether you had the five dollar boxes set versus the $30,000 big screen things, you know, right. Right. But but yeah. we, we get into this habit and where it pushes us towards burnout is when we start comparing mm-hmm. ourselves um, to Facebook, to Instagram. Stop it. Just yes. stop it. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, that is so true. And it is important that we pay attention to where we're called. And, and I yep. think that is, uh, where was it? G, G, GSP. G-S-P? Yep. Godly sustainable pace. <laughs> yes. I, I love that. Yeah. I think these are transferable principles. Yeah. Whether you're in ministry mm-hmm. or alongside a ministry, um, everybody needs to find their sweet spot, find what they love. 
but then monitor themselves and make sure that they're doing things in a manageable way. Cause yeah, even yeah, not GPS. GPS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can get lost if you right. don't have your GSP. And <laughs> that's great. Yeah. You made a, and you'll um, get lost faster when you right? don't have a GSP. There we go. I like that. I'm going to yeah. use that. Thank you for that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, it's really important. And yeah, when we talk about uh, leadership in any, yep. in any industry, but, um, I also wanted to touch a little bit that a lot of people, you know, when they go to church and especially during the summer, parents, grandparents, mm -hmm. they just, just go drop off the kids. Right. And, um, when I led a few Bible BBS, I would get these comments from the volunteers. It's like, oh my goodness, they think this is a holy daycare. And why are they just dropping off the kids? And like, you know, and you have to create a culture around uh, your your team and your volunteers and saying like, hey, man, we're, we're just here. We have to take these kids and do the best we can. Right. Like if they call it, you know, the parents are just like, okay, I need a break. So just take them for four hours or yeah. whatever the time it is. Um, you come to that. So how can the leader create that ripple effect to the team? Like, okay, I am like invested a hundred percent now, but my team is burned out. How can I yeah. create that well, environment for them too? Yeah. Well, again, I'm going to say it because um, it's worth repeating that you as a leader have to model for your team. Mm. Oftentimes, Unhealthy leaders make unhealthy teams, which create unhealthy ministries. So flip that. A healthy mm -hmm. leader makes healthy teams, which creates healthy ministries. Yeah. So we have to help them as we help ourselves learn to model and live the way Jesus lived. You ever notice in the scriptures that Jesus never ran anywhere? He never jumped in a chariot. He, the only time he rode to the donkey was his, to his death. Entrance, I mean, yeah. and even that wasn't a fast walk because the, the right. street was so crowded. It had to have been very, very slow paced. Mm -hmm. Everywhere Jesus walked, it, that's a modeling thing for us that we're so driven, especially us Western Americans. We're high drive, high capacity. We got to go, 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 go. Yes. And, and you know what, if we as leaders would model a slower pace, mm -hmm. slower, instead of rushing and the tyranny of the urgent all of the time, if we would slow down and become more people centric than program driven, it would be a game changer for a lot of people. Yeah. And honestly, when it comes to what the scenario you were talking about, I want to be that kind of lighthouse and that kind of mm -hmm. that that haven for children. If I can serve parents by taking care of their kids for four hours during my Bible school, I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. I don't care if they think of us as child care. Now, granted, I know some children's leaders go crazy hearing that. Mm -hmm. I get the idea. I don't want to be treated like a child care, but I understand my what's happening is these yeah. parents may need a break. It may, you know, for a single mom. This, this four hours could allow her to breathe and to exhale, and it could be the greatest ministry mm -hmm. she ever experiences and the closest touch to Jesus she's ever had. And if I can serve her children and, and show them love and give them some snacks and treats and help them have some fun, why not? Right. And so 
I think we can help our teams from burning out when we sow that kind of big vision and reflip the script to say, hey, look, we're just modeling what Jesus did. He cared mm -hmm. for people even when it was inconvenient, even when he was when he was a little tired and 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 even when he got crowded. Well, he just <laughs> stepped into a boat and said, push back a little bit. Give me a little space here. Um, mm -hmm. But then there were times where he put up his boundary and he said, you know what, send him away and I'm going up to the mountain to pray and, and rest and rejuvenate. So we can do those kind of things for our team. So we've got to give our teams opportunities um, mm -hmm. and we've got even got to give our parents that opportunity to rest mm -hmm. like Jesus did. Mm -hmm. Every season that's hard and busy has to have an end date. If it doesn't, mm -hmm. there's a real push that you're going to you're going to use your GSP and your GPS to go right straight to burnout. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So, you know, you, you, you can help your team. And, and I think one other thing, um, and this is going to sound crazy, but we've got to give families and even our volunteers permission to miss some things to say mm -hmm. no to during the summertime, mm -hmm. um, as well as we have to do that for ourselves. So we need to take vacations. We need to take breaks, guard our days off, all those kind of things. But sometimes we get really offended that everybody takes off. And I, right. I used to get frustrated with everybody going mm -hmm. camping and here I am. But you know what? I also realized those parents are running hard too. Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're running on fumes. Yeah. And if I can love them by serving their children while they get a break, I'm all for mm -hmm. it. Yes. And so I help my teams figure that out too, to say, hey, if you need a break, tell me, I'll make sure mm -hmm. you get a break. I want mm -hmm. you to have that space. I care about who you are, not what you do for me. Mm -hmm. And I think if we all treated each other that way, it would be a lot kinder world. Um, yeah. It would be a lot more, um, less burnout in mm -hmm. all industries. If we allowed ourselves that space to slow down, to, to not run so hard, um, to everybody take a breath. Um, I think there's other countries that get this better than we do um, here in yeah. America. Um, that Because like I said, we're just drive, 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 drive. How can we as parents and, you know, congregation and people from outside the ministry support those ministry leaders mm. not to get burned out? Like you're being on both sides, right? <laughs> yep. So yeah. what can you tell us about that? Yeah, I'm actually, I mean, I serve as a volunteer right now in my local church. So mm. I serve my children's pastor. And you know what? Here's the thing. If you're not a leader, if you're a lay person, um, one of the best gifts you can give is show up even when you're not scheduled. Mm. Um, that's one of the things I try to do for my children's pastor. I'll pop in and say, hey, I'm here. Do you need me? Mm. He'll either say, yep. Or nope. Mm -hmm. If he doesn't need me, I can take off. If he needs me, sometimes during the week, I even will say, "Hey, I'm available this weekend. Do you have? Are you short? Do you need some help?" Whether he puts me up on the stage as a large group presenter or puts me in a small group, um, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. And so I think people could do that and give a great mm -hmm. gift to their children's leader. Yes. Um, stepping in and volunteering and saying yes to when there's a need, um, yeah. but ask you know, don't wait for them to ask you. Um, right. it would be a huge gift if you would just mm -hmm. show up or give your, yeah. your leader a message and say, Hey, I'm willing to, to do three weeks this summer. Um, mm -hmm. if more parents did that during the summer and gave the fall team a break mm -hmm. during the summer, um, it's a wonderful gift and they can serve your children in a greater mm -hmm. way in a more refreshed yeah. way. I started doing that with my teams is mm -hmm. we actually, asked our small group leaders to serve 
uh, from from September to May, uh, really last week of May, first week of June. Mm -hmm. And then the eight weeks, June and July, we said, you're not allowed anywhere near the children's ministry Mm -hmm. area. Mm-hmm. And we just changed the way we did the programming, but we invited parents to step in and mm-hmm. we gave them very simple roles. We gave them some real quick training. Um, it was simple. It was easy. It was fun. Parents had a blast. The kids loved having mm-hmm. their own parents in the yeah. room, um, yes. watching them sing and dance and jump around and then sit and read the Bible with them mm-hmm. and their friends. They absolutely love it. So I think yeah. if if parents, grandparents can jump in, grandparents especially mm-hmm. jump in. Um, mm-hmm. you, you know, age is, is just a number and the kids, right. some kids don't have any grandparents around. Mm-hmm. And so you can be a spiritual grandparent to a child mm-hmm. and change their direction, um, exactly. in such amazing ways. So I yeah. think if, if, if parents and volunteers would just do those couple simple things, letting mm-hmm. their, their leader know that, that they're praying for them, but the, honestly, the best gift they could give is stepping in. And saying, hey, I'm here. How can I help? Maybe mm-hmm. you don't want to work directly with kids. So maybe it's, I'll cut anything right. out. You just exactly. make copies. I'll cut stuff out. Mm-hmm. I had a, a crew of grandmas that they love to cut stuff out. I mm-hmm. hate cutting things out. <laughs> right. My fingers get sore. Yeah. Prepare the beans with the Play-Doh and like do <sighs> all the, you know, yes. that's a, that's a Counting blessing. all that that's stuff true. out yeah. and organizing it. Oh, it gives me how, how many times do you hear also like from parents or uncles or aunts like, oh, me and kids. No, I can't. But there are other ways that they can step up yep. and, and help. Uh, yeah, you're right. Well, and a lot totally. of times they just have the wrong idea of what we're going to ask them to do. Yes. And I tell them, look, if you don't want to dance around, you don't have you don't to have change diapers. <laughs> you don't have to change diapers. No, you know, yeah. there are some people that just don't, I, hey, you don't have to. In fact, I'll put you in a three or four or five year old room. You won't have to touch them, um, yeah. you know, or you can work with the older kids. But mm-hmm. yeah, you know, you don't have to sing and dance and be totally goofy. Just be you. Yeah. Come hang out. Talk to them. You don't even have to sit on the floor. I'll get you a chair if you don't want to even get down on the floor with them. So, yeah, I think some people just get scared because they think Mm -hmm. children's ministry is, you know, they're going to get covered in runny (laughs) nose or something. And and nobody likes that. But uh, but honestly, you know, it's not. It's not like that. So, right, right. So, I mean, this has there has so much. You know, I I know that 30 minutes is not enough, but (laughs) I hope that our friends that this information has helped you, has, um, you know, give you things to think about, motivate you to step up in your own community and find places. It doesn't really have to be a church, but maybe you're inclined to volunteer somewhere else. Just mm-hmm. step up, step up and, and help out because there's leaders everywhere that are right. easily burning out. And especially here in Texas, because we're 102 degrees. So like, <laughs> we're <Okay>. burning, burning out. <laughs> I'll stay up here in the north in Ohio. Right. Yes, <laughs> I, I am jealous, jealous. Thank you okay. so much again. Thank you, thank Wasn't that some good stuff? I hope you are inspired if you're in children's ministry. And if you attend a church, I hope you are encouraged to find your spot to serve and help children's ministry, to love Jesus, obey Jesus, and tell everyone about him. I will place the links of the ways you can contact Tom in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. And here's my little extra thought. Think about the pearls you are holding on right now. Are they fake ones 
Or are they the real deal? What are you holding on that the Father wants to exchange? Are you throwing a tantrum? I pray that you get ready to make the exchange sometime soon. Lastly, will you throw me some beautiful pearls and share this episode? I will be very grateful. And if you need a little guidance starting a podcast, live streaming, or creating content, check out faith52.com and see all the ways I can serve you. Blessings to you and until next time. This episode has been brought to you by Tumbump.com. Restoring leaders, coaching leaders, biblical parenting coaching, and group speaking.